Hi, C-Lot ladies. It's Jackie C again. I am so excited to bring to you another podcast. And as mentioned back in uh, last week, I will be talking about mental health and mindfulness, well-being, and self-care this month. So excited about this topic. It's been a great awakening for me just when I think about self-awareness as well just making sure that I'm taking care of myself. Uh, I, I often quote this, um, this line um, I heard from Zig Ziglar, and it is the most important and or influential person that you'll ever talk to each day is yourself. So what are you telling yourself? What are you feeding yourself? What are you preparing yourself for in life? Because you are the most influential person that would speak life over yourself and over your situation. And so this journey through continuing to talk about self-care is really where I want to anchor uh, anchor that quote in. Like, how do you show up for yourself? Um, and so I will give a personal story. I think over the past few months, I've been kind of in a, in a little bit of a dump. Um you know, dealing with um, a recent loss in my family, my mother-in-law passed and, you know, grief has a way of making you realize what's important to yourself. But also if you're not careful and if you don't have people around you, you can get stuck in this place of feeling like all hope is lost or just a sense of sadness. And I think I found myself there because it was just such a It happened suddenly in a lot of ways. Uh, Although she had been battling um, diseases, it all felt like it happened so fast and just trying to grapple with my emotions. And I I think I found myself kind of in a slump. Um, And so here, probably last month, I kind of made a commitment to myself. Um, My husband and I said, we're going to at least start walking each day for about 30 minutes and then I partnered with a friend of mine that we're holding each other accountable like twice a twice a week. We're also walking as well just to kind of start breathing again, start feeling, seeing the fresh air, start just really talking about life again. And one of the things that um, I, I, I will say that I noticed about myself is that there's this notion that there's not too many safe places to talk about what's really going on in your life when you're feeling down or when you're feeling like you need help or when you're stressed. And a lot of times, at least in in, in what I've been experiencing, is that people around you suppress their feelings. It, It feels like they're dealing with stress, but really they're suppressing their feelings, suppressing what they're going through instead of dealing with stressors or talking about things that impact their everyday life, which also then impacts their health. Um, and I had this situation, <laughs> it's funny because we do it all the time, talking to a friend of mine and, and it's like, hey, how are you doing? I'm fine. Oh, how are you doing? I'm fine. And we go back in this banter about how fine we are instead of really talking through the layers. And I think part of part of the why we don't talk through the layers is we're afraid to be vulnerable with ourselves. And we're also afraid that that other person that we're sharing experiences with, they don't have time for it in their world. And so you find yourselves with this kind of surface level of I'm fine and I'm fine. Good. We're all fine. And really, 
there is an outlet that needs to be shared. There's um, an opportunity for people to get things off of their chest. And we can never get to that place because we always stay surface in how we interact with one another. Uh, and, and so thinking about that, like that, that impacts your mental health, your, your well-being. If everybody's fine, right, then you start thinking, well, what's wrong with me? But really, not everyone's fine. It's that they haven't found outlets and opportunities to share and talk and really walk through different things that they're experiencing in life. I was doing some recent research on just mental health in general, and I found some statistics that were just interesting to me. Um, One, there's a few that I want to share that really um, just jumped out at me. And I was like, wow, that's something that I think we need to have a deeper conversation about mental health. But these stats are from mentalhealth.gov, so you can look them up as well. But um, it says one in five American adults experienced a mental health issue. One in five. The other one says one in 10 young people experienced a period of major depression. So one in 10 young people experienced a period of major depression. That's a signal for me in terms of even our young people. And then the last one that was interesting was one in 25 Americans lived with a serious mental illness such as schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, or major depression. Those numbers are very startling to me. So if I'm in a group of 30 people, one in five, there's a few that have had a mental health issue. There's about, if I look at those stats, you're talking about maybe five to six who's had a mental health issue. Same same segment of group. About three people have experienced major depression, and then one of those people in there have a serious mental illness, and that's just a group of 30. So think about how many people you interact with on a daily basis in your work, in your job, or excuse me, in your church settings, in your workout groups, um, in your families. So those statistics, are, are those folks are floating in that space. And do we give them the opportunity, or are we keen enough to their needs to really offer them up opportunities for help. And I would say if you know someone who needs help, you need to point them to um, a, a, a medical provider or help them point them to um, programs in your town that can help them if they're really dealing with some serious mental illnesses. But I also think when we talk about protecting mental health, there are things that we can start doing even with um, amongst ourselves to help our mental health in terms of getting our mindset back healthy, getting our mindsets back to a healthy space. And I think there are five ways to protect your mental health. And I think one of the ways to do that, again, protecting that mindset is to express how you're really feeling. Talk to someone you trust about how you're feeling and problems you're facing and let them be a sounding board. You, in, in some of those old movies and cartoons, you used to see like someone go to therapy and they tell them to just either punch a pillow and take out all your frustrations or scream, get it all out. Um, I think that that's a, it's funny. We laugh and we see those movies, but it's also an expression of someone getting things off of their chest it's that visual representation of how do we get things off of us 
get them off of our chest. And those of you who, and I have a mixed audience, but those of you who have um, a religious background or Christianity or some sort of spirituality that you practice, I mean, you know, you go to Christ, you go to, um, you, for me as a Christian, that is my anchor, right? To take those things to God in prayer and also express things to people that you trust because there are some conversations that you can have with people around you that could have experienced similar things that in their own life and it validates and confirms that you're not in this by yourself so i would say first step is express how you're feeling and that step one in protecting your mental health get it off of your chest and again i think the key thing here is talk to someone you trust and that actually is not multitasking that's like the biggest sorry side note (laughs) for those people that know me like I can tell when people are multitasking when they're talking to me and and it's like stop multitasking and listen to me I'm I'm pouring out my heart and I can tell you are listening to someone else I have a good friend like I can always tell (laughs) and I'm laughing because if she listens to this She'll laugh, but I can always tell when she's doing something else because I, I could literally say, yeah, you know, I fell off the side of the road and she'll say, yeah, girl, that's amazing. <laughs> so those are some of the telltale, t- telltale signs that someone's not listening and I love her for it, but she keeps it. She is hilarious. This is a, a really good friend of mine, but I can always tell when she's multitasking, but In all honesty, she has been an amazing sounding board for me and has literally helped my mental health. Uh, But again, express your feelings. The other things I would say for your step two for protecting your mental health is creating boundaries for yourself. Um, You know, as women, especially, I, I think we feel like we have to carry the whole world on our shoulders at times. And there are times when we're taking care of everyone else and we're not putting anything in the tank for ourselves. And so setting boundaries around what you can and can't do, how you can and can't show up. I mean, two things can be true at the same time. You can love people and not want to be bothered, <laughs> right? You can. Those are two things that can exist in the same space. You can love people and then not want to be bothered because you're trying to protect your mental health. You're trying to regroup. Um, And I think as women, it's okay to set boundaries. It's okay to say, hey, after four on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, I'm not really talking on the phone. Or, hey, on Saturdays um, in the mornings, that's time for me and my family. Or even if you're a mother and you have a family and your husband and kids and say, hey, Saturday mornings from you know, this time to that time is just, I I need an hour in my day that I can just be by myself and think and breathe. I think setting boundaries. Uh, one of the things that I love is this, and I can't remember who quoted this, but it says no is a complete sentence. So it's okay to say no to some things. Uh, step three, I would say in terms of protecting your mental health is taking care of your physical health. And again, I think I mentioned at the beginning of this, Uh, My husband and I have committed to walking each day at least 30 minutes. So we've had some amazing walks, just enjoying our neighborhood, just smiling and waving at the neighbors, looking at different landscaping ideas as we walk along our subdivision. Um, 
looking at the sky when we walk at dusk. And it also just, it gives us a sense of your breathing in fresh air um, and, and just having great conversations. So take care, taking care of your physical health by physical exercise, if you're able to, um, and, and also just what you eat, right? Watching your intake, your health, your diet, uh, the things you put in, in your mouth and how that is impacting your body. So that, that what I would say would be step three. And then um, a step four is finding something that, and this is this is just in my heart to say, is finding something that brings you joy, right? So if you think about protecting your mental health and your mindset, and right, protecting how your mind and what your mind is focusing on, right? Finding something that brings you joy. Find something that brings you a sense of when I tap into this space in my life, nothing else matters. For me, it's singing, it's music. I can be having a really rough day and I will play music and it soothes my soul. It brings me joy. Another thing I do, and (laughs) my husband always laughs at me, but I'm like, I drive his truck. He, He has a truck that he has subwoofers in. Uh, for anybody who likes bass in their car. And I love on Sundays driving out um, in his car, listening to those subwoofers play that bass worship music. (laughs) It's just something I do. I crank up music as loud as I can and sing even louder. It releases so much joy and it literally breaks off whatever it is that's burdening my mind. Um, and, and it's the same if I'm driving somewhere. My husband and I, we have a playlist. If we know we have a long drive, we, we have, you know, the oldies but goodies on rotation, right? We have my, Off the Wall by Michael Jackson and Stevie Wonder and all the oldies and goodies. Music actually helps our, our mental health in that regard. And then the last thing I would say to protect your mental health And again, this is, I think, when you start thinking about more serious, um, you know, serious, more serious diagnosis is asking for help if you need it, Um, not being embarrassed to ask for help. Um, We had a recent, and I won't name names, but just uh, there was a recent testimony at um, the church that I attend, and I shared with the young person afterwards that they were very brave and vulnerable to share their story of suffering from a mental disease um, and and knowing when to ask for help. That was the key. The message message was really the vulnerability and knowing when to ask for help. Everything else was kind of, that was the, you know, etching, coloring in the rest of the story. But the heart of the story was being vulnerable to share your experiences and also being able to ask for help when you need it. And that's how you protect your mental health. You can bring people along to hold you accountable and to point you in the direction that you need to be be going in when you talk about your mental health. So just a real quick recap is, you know, express your feelings. Excuse me, let me step back. Five ways to protect your mental health. Expressing your feelings. Talk to someone who you trust. Set boundaries. No is a complete sentence. Take care of your physical health. You know, do some sort of physical exercise and also watching your diet intake, what comes in your mouth, drinking a lot of water, 
finding something that brings you joy. And I, my example was music. Others might be running. Some people might be painting. Some people might just be hanging out with their kids. But just finding something that that when you settle into it, it brings you immense joy. And then finally, ask for help if you need it. People, you have a tribe, you have support systems around you. And I think we don't realize how many things bind us together than bring us apart. And so as we begin to think about mental health through the month of June, and again, I intentionally wanted to continue the conversation. I really want us to practice these five tips um, and hopefully, at least prayerfully, by practicing those tips that I mentioned, we could minimize some of those statistics that I mentioned at the beginning. I want to see us as women be healthy. I want to see us as humanity be healthy and show up for one another. But we can never show up for one another fully until we learn how to take care of ourselves. This is Jackie C. The Sila Moments. More speakers to come this month to talk about mindfulness, mental illness, mental health, well-being, and self-care. Hope you had a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day, and I'll talk to you soon.